Hello and welcome to episode three of Merv Hughes Ooh, Fishing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who yeah. would have thought it would have lasted that long? Three. And Jason Ken. Kennedy's with oh. me. I'm Kevin Hillier, and that loud man in the corner who likes to be heard a lot is Mervyn Gregory no, Hughes. No, I, I don't like to be heard a lot. I was just going to give you some positive feedback. I, I've oh, been yeah. travelling around a little bit, and we've got people actually listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> How good's that? It's quite quite after, frightening. After you bagged our good friend Mick Bisbee last week, I got a phone call from him. Right. And he wasn't happy. So I got a phone call, but I'm avoiding it because I yeah, think it, there's exactly. a lawyer following it very closely. <laughs> Hello, Jace. How are you, mate? Three words. Well, uh, uh, are made, you okay? Made the uh, good to see you. Uh, Stop looking Kevin, well, Merv. Kevin, 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 Kevin. No? Hawthorne Football Club. Mate, it's a fishing podcast. <laughs> well, you've come back on the way. You two idiots are mad for The today. last two and a half years, you have not spoken one word about Hawthorne. It's about quantity. Now, listen, guys, on Merv Hughes podcast, Merv Hughes fishing podcast, <laughs> what we encourage you to do, if your side's not going that well, stick by them. Don't just jump back on when they've had a good win. <laughs> hey, have Next, a listen to you. Kevin, take control of the show. Now. Yeah. <laughs> He's in <laughs> Now, I would love to have a chat about maybe some mishaps that you've had on, okay. on boats. Well, just, today's just show is actually, to... we, we have a, a proud sponsorship of today's show. I don't know if you're aware okay. of this. But today's show is brought to you in the tradition of uh, Captain Edward John Smith. Know him? 1912, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Captain yeah. uh, John Bertrand, won yep. Australia, the first American Cup boat to sink in the 144-year history of the race. Yep. Captain Jonas Grumpy. Grumpy. Captain Jonas Grumby, little known name that, but you'll Grumpy, know him well. Grumpy or Grumby? Uh, Grumby, Jonas Grumby. He, he was the bloke over in. He was Italy? the captain. No, he was no. the captain of the SS Minnow, <laughs> otherwise known as the Skipper. No, he was the Skipper, wasn't it? He was oh, the Skipper. Skipper. That was his name. Was Captain Jonas I'm, Grumby? I'm, talk, I'm talking about mishaps, not major. <laughs> well, I'm talking a little bit about Events. mishaps too. So I want you to sit right back while I tell you a tale, a tale of a big fat drip. <laughs> who's, who's seated near this very spot and about to give me a clip. His mate's a smart fishing bloke, a sailor through and through. But Merv's the bear you don't poke, you'll end up black and blue. The show's about to get quite rough. As Mervyn shares his news, he's hurt his arm, his pride is gone, he's nothing left to lose. So set yourself down for Mervyn Gregory Hughes, a three-hour cruise with Mervyn Gregory Hughes. <laughs> You've actually done some research. We've got writers for the show work, now. Yeah. I've yeah. actually got a bit of spare time on my hands at night. You haven't um, got too much yeah. spare time. Especially, you've watching, had, you've especially had watching Footscray get right. Anyway, I've had a mishap. You've had an oh, accident. Listen, listen to Yip, Yippie over here, will you? <laughs> listen to Yip. He's a little bit excited. We're going to have a talk to Matt Seeney later, and he's been out on. He's going to tell some story about some mulloway, some Jewfish. Now, Matt's and, from uh, Real Time Fishing Charters. So yeah, we'll talk so to him later. we're going to have a chat with him. But um, his excitement is mm. heightened. Because he loves the Mulloway JK, and mm -hmm. then the team that he's just recently got back on board with had a yep. pretty good win on the weekend against yep. what I can only describe as a fantastic team out of luck. Yep, and just out of Auskick, most of those blokes. It's a long, the red, white, long the hangover, the guys. A long hangover. Well, well deserved. Well, can so. I say something on a serious note? Yes. I don't believe it's a hangover. What do you Why? believe it is? Oh, I reckon we're still pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and if they weren't, I'd be very disappointed. So come on, dogs. <laughs> Gee, where be you? But anyway. What happened? Get, get back get back to the, <laughs> the mishaps that, that maybe happened. What we've got to understand is there's got to be a line of communication between skipper of the boat and passengers of, of said vessels. Yep, yep. Now, Tinaroo. Yes, northern Queensland. North yep. Queensland, just out of Mareeba. I was up there doing a promotion for Priceline. Um, and we 
Ching, ching. Um, <laughs> and we got uh, one of the customers on board, so they had a raffle to come out fishing. So yep. we've gone out fishing. And, did they uh, lose, did they? Huh? <laughs> yeah, second prize. They only sold one ticket. Second, <laughs> second prize was actually two fishing trips with me. So, yeah. Um, so we get out there. We're having a fish. We're having a fish. And wrong time of the year, there's fish showing on the sounder. Uh, we're casting. We're trolling. But we're, we're casting up um, sort of one of the, the creeks that come off the lake. And this is where communication is important. Yeah. Well, Skipper said to me, Marco, is and he's got some world records on uh, big fish on light gear. He's uh, he just said we're going to get going, and I said one more cast. Now, in his defence, I did say one more cast four or five several times. several other times. Yeah, four yeah. or five. Oh, I wouldn't say yeah. several, but four or five times. Okay. And the third time, I've cast out, and he's taken off, and I'm standing up the back of the boat. Right. Can I so say you- ass over tit? Yeah. You can. <laughs> okay. You can. Ass over tit <laughs> off the back of the boat. Okay, now off off the off, boat, off the back of the boat, in the water, into the drink. Okay, now my primary concern was when I left said boat. When I left said boat, I had fishing rod in hand. Right. When I hit water, yep, I noticed no fishing rod. So I sort of quick, give it a little quick, quick scope under the water and touched and come up for a breath, went back down again, got said fishing rod. Happy days. Right. So you've got to get your priorities right yeah, when you yeah. go into the no, drink. Yep. Got back to the boat, went to grab the boat and thought something's not quite right here. And uh, left arms a little bit stiff, not so much sore, but a little bit stiff. So I put the boat in, I uh, put the rod in the boat and sort of grabbed, I had a look at my, my bicep muscle and I thought, geez, that's pumped up. <laughs> and then I realised that it was pumped up for a reason. At the top of the arm, because it come off the elbow, the bicep. Oh, so I've had, had scans done. Um, so communication on a boat is the key. <laughs> and when the skipper says we're going, get off the back of the boat and don't have another cast. Is my, my so that's the moral of the story. The moral of the story. But that night we've gone out for tea, and poor Mark. Every time he looked at me, I'd sort of hold my arm and oh, just winch a little bit, yeah. and he, he, you see him just go. Am I making you feel guilty? <laughs> but what I'm trying to say, Jay, and, and you've done probably a lot more fishing than I'll ever do, is mishaps happen, don't they? Oh, yeah, my, my word. But I must reiterate, big fella, one boat, one skipper. Simple oh, as that. It's the yeah. same as one company, yeah. one manager. Is there CCTV of it? Oh, I wish there was. <laughs> oh, so do It would have been hysterical. <laughs> so we're, uh, there's no film of it at all. Nah. In this day and age, there is no film nah. of you going off the back. Oh. Nah. I, I, I can describe it pretty well. Yeah, well, you did a good um, job. I'm tipping um, one word could describe my departure <laughs> no. from the vessel. <laughs> no, whoa, whoa, whoa. And that was... Commercial for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, All oh, right. Well. We will yeah. talk to Matt Sidney from Real Time Fishing Charters. That's next here on uh, Merv Hughes. Is your arm okay? No, it's sore. You, no, is it hurting? No, on a serious note. Do you need note, some painkillers? On a serious note, it's very sore. Does it only hurt when you laugh? <laughs> yeah, I've been laughing a fair bit, so it's been a bit sore. So, Nick, off. You're, you're making fun of I've got to go and get the uh, reattached oh, tomorrow. Didums. I've got to go and get well, major up. I'll tell you what. There's a couple lucky, of things that Lucky it wasn't. Lucky it wasn't you all bugger lugs over here with the ginger hair and freckles. Yeah. Not that there's anything <laughs> the, wrong the with red, that. The redheaded steps You'd on. be in hospital. You would have been picked up by air ambulance and, that, and you'd be still in Cairns Hospital. Hey, Kevin's yeah, still mate, worried about the yucky I just, things. I just fished it out. I went out for tea, had a couple of quiet ones, no, flew home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. mate. There's a couple of uh, other surgical procedures I'd like them to yeah. do tomorrow if they're <laughs> going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the end Circumcision? of the show. Matt Sinney's coming up next. Yeah. 
You're listening to Merv Hughes Fishing, and joining us now is Matt Silly, who's from uh, Real Time Fishing Charters. Good day, Matt. Welcome to the program. Good morning, guys. How are we all? Yeah, going very well, Matt. Now, normally, I suppose for you, it's it's out of Port Phillip Bay, out of Martha Cove, but uh, during the winter months, you you change location. Yeah, that's it. That's it, Merv. Yeah, we head head down to the southwest coast of Victoria and target the the, uh, the southern bluefin tuna. Um, and uh, a few other little things we do down there as well. But yeah, we spent we spent three months down there, and all four four or five months now actually, because of the uh, the big barrel run they have in in July, August, and September. We're sort of stretching our season out, and we're going to hang back for them as well this year. Now, obviously, the weather gets a little bit rough, and I'm probably alluding to recent events. Um, so when it gets a little bit rough out out uh, wide, um, what do you tend to do? Well, it's, it's funny you say that, Merv. Um, <laughs> I had a little bit of a had a little bit of a sort of a a Mulloway uh, fetish um, as a child, uh, with uh, in, living in the rumour there and um, living so close, um, well, being in Portland, living so close to the um, to Nelson, northern of the Glenelg River, which is a quite a large river system there. It's about fifty k's long, um, and it's it's probably probably one of the probably one of the last rivers in Victoria that actually. Um, is, is is healthy with Mulloway. Um, a lot of the other rivers are, are being destroyed with um, with seals um, eating eating the Jews. But anyway, the Glenelg seems to have a bit of a strength about it. But um, but yeah, so we we spent a bit of time in there catching a few Jews, and of late we've been taking some customers there when it's um, a little bit choppy out wide. We go out and get a few Mulloway, and it's been very successful. Oh mate, that's awesome. When you're talking about the the Mulloway uh, Jewfish, um, what size are we talking? Oh look. There's fish in that river system that you know up to seventy pound. I've never tangled with a seventy pounder, obviously. Yeah. Um, the, the the fish the fish that we're talking, you know, from uh, from your size from sixty five centimeters up to a meter at the moment. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, you'd see you, you, eighty centimeters is probably about a five kilo fish. Yeah. Um, you know, ninety is probably about eight kilo, and then a meter is probably ten kilo. So you know, you're still talking you know, one decent fish. fish you can. Yeah, well, you'd be able to feed three or four of you with a with an eighty centimetre one, Merv. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Now, do you do your fishing um, inside the road or the the coast side of the road? Um, well, I've got obviously I've got two charter boats, yep. and one one of the charter boats has got a, a fairly fairly great little comfort factor to it. Um, so it's been a great little great little thing. There, we take the barbecue and the you know we take all the all the camping stuff and we um we make a night of it, mate. And um, it's it's absolutely fantastic. So we fish but, out of the boat for sure. Yeah. So, but do you do you do you um, fish the mouth and in that area, or do you go further upstream? It's funny, mate. I, look, as I said, I've, I've I've only been really sort of testing it out the last two or three years, and I've always heard about the mouth being a great area. And oh. sure enough, um, it is. It, the mouth is very very good. Now, Mulloway fishing it, it is all dependent on rain, um, whether the mouth's open or closed. It's tidal, it's moon face. They are a creature of hab, mate. They are, they are not a fish you're just going to go out there and catch. Yeah, um, right. Maddie, I think that that Pope's nose is the most sort of renowned spot for the Jews when they're sort of either slow, slow trolling with mullet move, well, or as we did a couple of years ago when we fished with the, the uh, Glenelg water boys just with the soft plastics, just yeah. on the slack tide. We had a window of about 90 minutes, Maddie. So did you find it the same way? Once that, once that tide slowed down, they came on? 
Um, yeah, good morning, JK. He doesn't say too much. <laughs> Don't need to. Normally, normally the keep, elephant in the room. Nor, normally <laughs> keep him in the, in the corner. Came out of the, uh, came out of the corner somewhere. Yeah, yeah. mate, we normally keep him in the corner. He yeah. stays there. And just you talking about the Mulloway, you're sitting in the corner with a fair little chubby going on. I tell you, he, he loves well, the Mulloway. Many, many, many moons ago, JK did a show down there. So, yeah. you know, and, and I always, I always actually think about him when I'm, when I'm there fishing the mouth, um, and I remember that show. But um, but look, th- that river system is very healthy. Now, the mouth is definitely a very, very likely location. Up until probably a couple of weeks ago, I'd never even turned right. I'd only turned left, which means I was fishing the mouth. Yep. Um, now, you'll speak to people. Um, I've got my favourite spot. They've got their favourite spot. And you don't. I don't see them and they don't see me. So obviously, it's just a matter of them being on. Um, and when they're on, if you're in your favourite little spot at that particular time, as they run through there, you'll get them. Um, now, live mullet is definitely the key. Um, obviously, there is some dead baits that work really well. Um, cut mullet, um, cut salmon, salmon fillets. I mean, mulloway are just a, you know, that, that, that's how they roll, fresh bait. Um, in the Glenelg River, they do catch them on pilchards and, 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 and raggedy old squid. Um, but, you know, they do need to be going pretty well. And, and Maddie, Maddie, one of the um the, um, the better sites on the Glenelg River is just when you're cruising up towards Donovan's, all those people and those little those little houses that they sort of got got there, those little terraces on the riverbank, and they just all got three or four lines out, haven't they? They're all having a beer, having a oh, barbecue. Yeah. It's a great the dream site. Up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, DK. Yeah, that's that. Look, um, I, I turned right for the first time, and and you know when you turn left, it's a little bit more. Uh, a sort of oceany and, and and cleaner water, and then when you turn right, it's sort of like an estuarine system. And my confidence level was very low uh, when I turned right a few times um, in the past. Um, but yeah, this this uh, last week I did turn right. Um, I took about a twenty k drive up the stream and then doubled back and just sort of found some slightly warmer water and some a good looking spot. Never fished there in my life, and and ended up getting seventeenth. 17 Mulloway at this spot that I've never even fished or never tried. Um, and, and it was about 10 k's up the river. So, so you know, they, they do run through. But what I've found is that you don't catch them the next day in the same spot. So if anyone wants to give you a Mulloway spot from the day before, don't go there the next day because <laughs> well, it ain't going to happen. Obviously, you've caught them all out of that hole. You've got to move on to the next <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. So when you're well, looking... maybe it's a matter of if I'm there, don't go <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, no, the, the big one too is there, you, you say you're looking for a spot, warmer water. Is the depth of the water any indication? So do you look for the deeper holes or that's not relevant? Oh, look, um, I'm no expert at this stage. From what from what I can gather, and I've caught, I've had eight or nine or ten very, very successful sessions there, you either get them or you don't. Yeah. Um, and when you get them, you get them good. Now, I mean, I've obviously got a lot of fishing experience. So, and, you know, even my brother goes down there and he's he's only just learning how to fish and he caught three yesterday um, and he's he's a real novice um, and it's really nice to see, you know, that novices can go down there and, and still get these fish. And he was um, – so he was fishing way up the river. Oh, yeah. 20Ks up the river um, at a boat ramp, some boat ramp yes. up there, yeah, yeah. just fishing off the jetty. Um, and using, um, I was using for bait squid, and yeah, rag- he was using squid. Do you say raggedy old squid? <laughs> yeah, ra- raggedy old squid. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he he, uh, he got them, and that was middle of the day during the yeah. day. Um, and, but look, he's fishing off a platform there, so I'm tipping 
you know, it, it, it could be two to three metres deep at his feet. Yeah. Um, and then it would, you know, obviously as you get into the middle, it would step into the deeper, deeper water. Now, I've heard stories of all these bigger fish getting caught in the centre. Yeah. Trolling liveys, like right in the middle of the river. It just uh, sort of is. Matty, it just it just sort of stacks up with the with the dew where this structure most times there is dew, and of course they're gonna they're gonna vary out some somewhat probably on the slower tide, but it's one of those spots, and that's what the Glenelg Water Management Boys have done. They've put all those all those little sort of fishing spots for anyone to turn up there, Matty, and just just fish like your brother's done. They've done a great great job. But if the fishing isn't going great in the river, you can always just jump on the surf, just jump over to South Australia and get stuck into them. That um, oh, that's the name of Port McDonald. Yeah, there's so many. There's, I mean, the Coorong's not far away. Yeah, it's but, not, you know, nothing's that far. It, and 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 the more you head west, the the more that the Mullawab seem to become prolific. Now, Matty, um, with with that, is it is it a seasonal thing? The Mullawab do they hit hit better and I suppose more often in the winter or summer or or it doesn't really make too much difference. <laughs> it's funny, Merv. I, I think what is it? It's ten degrees in that river right now. Yeah. Um, well, that's I, I'm. I'm just thinking, I'm sitting here thinking that you're very forthcoming for information and is that because it's that shit cold that no one else is going to be out fishing? Or? <laughs> Hit the button, Kev. Mate, I did. I promise you now, um, and, and it was just, just like the kingfish, yeah. kingfish that I've done in Melbourne. You know, all I've done is I've just gone there and, and I've, I've, I did it last year and did it the year before and I smashed the juice and I'm yeah. doing it again this year. And it seems to be that everyone knows about this fishery, but until they see it, it's like, Oh, that's bloody hell. Now, yeah. you know, what's going on here? Where did these jukefish come uh, from? But well, when, it's, it's famous for it. You know, go yeah. sit at the pub, go sit at the pub and, <laughs> yeah. and speak to the locals. And, yeah. you know, but, mate, you just got to – it is freezing cold. Like, don't get me wrong, mate. I've got um, – I'm, I'm only a young buck still, but, geez, I know, spending a night out there in that freezing cold weather, heater or no heater, it's no no sort of a sport <laughs> for the faint-hearted. <laughs> well, probably more to the point. When you were out there over the last couple of days, did you see many other boats and many other guys fishing, or was it was it pretty bare? Um, you do see, yeah, no, you do see the locals. The locals really. This is this is, this time of the year is is very good. So yeah, to answer your first question, this is a really good time for better fish. Yep. Winter time, you're spending at your bigger fish. Um, if you want to catch, I guess, numbers, um, they're all year round species in there, mate. They, they're definitely all year round. Yeah, now, um, Matt, with that, um, we, mate, thank you very much for your time this morning. Um, no where can people contact you? And have you got um, places available on the charter for, for Portland for the tuna fishing in the, the next couple of weeks? Absolutely. This week is fantastic weather. We've got, well, I think we've got spots available this from Thursday to Sunday with perfect weather. And if you need us, it's realtimefishing.com.au. The best way to contact me is either text or email matt at realtimefishing.com.au and we'll get you on the boat. Realtimefishing.com.au. Good on you, Matt. Thanks, Okay, Matty. thanks very much, Matty. See you. See you, Jeannie. Thanks, mate. Bye. Matt Sinney joining us from uh, Real Time Fishing Charters here on Merv Hughes Fishing. You're listening to Merv Hughes Fishing, Matt Sinney from realtimefishing.com.au, and we should point out that's R-E-E-L, <laughs> timefishing.com.au, which is how you would have spelled it yeah, anyway, no, but, but for the fast bowlers listening, <laughs> it's Hey, I've got a question on the back of that. Uh, growing up as a kid, jewfish you didn't you didn't eat. Has that changed? No, jewfish are magnificent. Yeah. Well, the, the, Mulloway, Mulloway, Mulloway. Now, probably the jewfish out of the Maribyrnong River you didn't eat. <laughs> well, that's probably what my dad used to fish. Yeah. And where my dad used to yeah. fish, given we lived in Lake. Yeah, because there's a 
But, but back then it wouldn't have been a problem, would it? Um, no. The Maribyrnong River wouldn't have been I, a great we, problem. We ate them, but when, you weren't supposed to. Yeah, but when, when your dad was fishing and you were young, that's like 100 years ago. Oh. <laughs> he actually so fished with Peter the been... Apostle, didn't he, his yeah. father? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very good. He actually yeah. went fishing with Captain Cook. Oh, here we go. He was, he was turning, <laughs> turning the water into wine, so we weren't worrying about it at that particular stage. Um, but now there's... The, with the with the Maribyrnong River, even now, my understanding is you can eat the fish out of there, but it's recommended not to eat too much fish because of the mercury content. I was going to say the mercury content. Yeah, so you can have if you if you go down there catch a brim, um, pinky snapper or a mulloway, you can have it, but you wouldn't be eating it every day of the week or oh, yeah. you know um, constantly. Yeah, so some of Australia's real hotspots, big fella, for the juries, anything sort of northern New South Wales, southern Queensland, and also that place we went to. Up on the Hawkesbury, that's the just Hawksby. renowned yeah. for the big boys. Absolutely yeah. renowned. So they're all over Oz, pretty much more so on the um, east coast. They still get them on the west coast, but not as busy. Yeah, but I reckon the big thing there too is that the west coast of that many options, they don't actually fish for them. <laughs> it's like New South Wales. Like down in Victoria, we love the gummy shark. And up there, they're just seen as a trash fish, like a bycatch. So no, yep. one, no one targets them. Yeah. You just think, send it down. I'll just cook them up. Well, for many years, you uh, couldn't buy flake in Queensland. They wouldn't sell it. Uh, they couldn't spell it. Uh, they couldn't. Yeah, well, they, X, 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 X. Yeah, it's a bit too stupid to... Um, no, we love our Queensland partners. That's our that, I, What is said by these other two Muppets on this show is not there. my thoughts. I love guys from Queensland. I love Australia. We all do. Yeah, well, I represented them with honour. You blokes. Oh, here we go. You, you blokes. Hey, oh, Liz, in Victoria, Liz. With your heads up, your clack holes. Kevin, Kevin, not only um, do I back for Hawthorne, but, but so, I follow the so Maroons. Hey, when we get back, when we get back to what we're talking about, <laughs> Matt Sini, uh, down the west coast of Victoria, if you want to grab hold of him, he's, he's got some um, positions available there on his charter to go out and chase uh, the tuna. Yeah, the tuna. Um, so, and if it roughs up, like he said, he's got the option to go down to the Hopkins River? No, you know, the, um, the Glen Hopkins. Glen Old River. Yeah, that's yeah. right. The Hopkins so is in Warrnambool. Yeah. So he goes down to the Glen Old River at Nelson. And we've been, like I said, we've been down there. And it's a fantastic fishery. It's very healthy. You get, your, like, probably more summer, brim and estuary perch, but definitely in the winter, as you said, the big big mulloway come in. Plus the red oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, it's a great, great spot. But the actual locals... Hang move. on, just one question. Have you been fishing there, Kev? Where? Oh, no. no. <laughs> Anywhere in Australia. <laughs> What are you doing a fishing podcast for? <laughs> because I'm a broadcast professional. Yeah, and that's what we needed. Yeah, and, and, and broadcast professionals <laughs> code like for the what? the other two people in we're, the room. We're going to have to get you out fishing, seriously. No, you well, well you, yeah, yeah. you can do it. I oh, will do it. Yeah, just so you can talk about your experiences fishing with us. Like, you get your hands dirty and you catch no fish. Uh, but I don't yeah. like the yucky parts, Merv. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a five-star right. floating uh, sort of thing that I can go on of some description. Yeah, we've got a five-metre floating yeah. thing. <laughs> Open boat, like in the cold wind. We'll take you down the Werribee River one day when there's sleet and rain, and you'll really enjoy it. Oh, well, see, you don't, you don't go out in the bad weather, so I'm, I know I'm pretty safe. Yeah, no, nah, fair point. No. Yeah, um, but Matt Sini, um, as we said, a uh, few few positions available there, and there, so get hold of him. What's his email again? Is, is you professional broadcaster. That's R W L. Is this a good time for bargain hunters too? If you want to get out and uh, and try it, to, 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 it's not a hectic time of year because not everyone's doing it, so you can actually pick up some good uh, some good bargains around the place. Yeah, no, it's pretty busy, pretty busy down uh, there. Us Victorians yeah. are starved. Look, we have our snapper season, which Maddie's just just renowned for, one of yeah. Melbourne's best big red hunters, and also the whiting. The calamari, but right, oh, right now, know. any chance to get out of the house and catch a tuna? Yeah, but during the summer, during the winter months, he moves up there because 
there's not too many people, punters, that want to go out in the charter during the winter. Yep. So the hardcore fishers will go down there and go out uh, for the tuna. And, like, if it gets rough, go, go. he's got options. But during the summer months here, he's out of Martha Cove, um, around at Mount Martha. Um, he goes out in the Port Phillip Bay, he has two boats running, goes out in the Western Port Bay chasing the whiting. So there are alternatives, so you can ring him up and say, listen... What's on? Um, what's our best option? So he'll take you out through the heads and look for kingfish and salmon. And He does that uh, a lot. He does. But, he is, is very, very, very well organised. And he's doing that well. He bought, a, he bought a house in Portland, guys. So I'll just call him, I'll just call him ETM now. ETM. He earns too much. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, and obviously, yeah. I'd be calling him Jason, <laughs> Jason Kennedy. Well, See, he's <laughs> driving around in a flash guy. He's got a lot of money now. <laughs> Obviously, so it must be off the podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're catching in from the podcast. Obviously, a lot of uh, charter organisations are opera- operating in Victoria too. But yeah, oh, mate, there's, learn about them each yeah, and every week on this podcast. There, there's ch- charter operators um, everywhere. So, Estuary, we spoke to Trevor Holmes last week. Yep. Um, so, Victorian uh, inland, Victoria charters. inland charters. We've got coastal charters, we've got bay charters. If you want to go fishing, and again, if you're not comfortable about it, the best thing to do is go out onto a charter and just see how they operate. Yeah. And and Matt's got two what six metre, six and a half metre boats. Yeah, I think I think near on near on eight metres now. He's, 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 uh, just, he's just got bigger. So he got the cabin. The if fleet. you go out and you get a little bit, little bit tired, like I tend to do on a fishing trip, do you um, have a nap nap? Do you have a bit of a kip? Yeah. Well, you should have had a nap nap when you were at the back of the boat doing your final cast. I did. Yes, that's why I fell off. Yes. I just, yeah. Now see, now the reason I'm involved in this podcast is because the, the there's a thing called the circle of fishing. You catch, you clean, you eat. Correct. Uh, now, uh, to your to your question before, and we sort of got off track. When you said, "Are there bargains around this time of year?" Yeah. Is that pertaining towards charters yeah, or yeah, fishing yeah. gear itself? Yeah. Oh, well, both. I well, imagine it's a good time of year for both. Yeah, the good good time of year for both. And when it's a good time of year for both, you don't get too many bargains, do you? So, if you're going out off tuna uh, for the tuna off off Portland or or Port Ferry or down there. The big cost is is petrol, isn't it? Getting yeah. out there. So you, you go for a day on a charter, um, whether it's prime time mm. or whether it's bad time. There's no real discount. Um, you might may get it up in Darwin. Same, yeah, yeah, you may may get it up in Darwin a little bit where it's wet season, dry season. Yep. Wet season, you're more likely to catch barramundi. But you go up there during the, the dry season, um, and the, the guides know that it is tough going. Um, so you might have to stay out a little bit longer and and whatever and you, cost, you've got to go and have an operation, so I'm going to let you go. Oh, my arm! <laughs> Here we go. Thanks, Jason. Uh, check out the Facebook page, Merv Hughes Fishing. Uh, is the, the show's obviously in, in hiatus at the moment. Is yeah, that, that was, right? Uh, yeah, Kevin, the last episode was yeah hit last, last week, so now we'll start filming back in um, September, I think we go up north. So new episodes coming soon, so if you want to and keep up with what's going on in the fishing world, this podcast is how you do it. Yes, and no malice towards Marco up at Mariba. He's a beautiful man. And it was just miscommunication and misunderstanding on my part. Yep. So, Jeez, but, you won't need but, those Mark, words again, seriously, Kevin. <laughs> but seriously, if you're listening, my arm is sore. Now, <laughs> tickets are available through Ticket Tech to uh, uh, attend the operation and see Merv cut open. Um, you can get them. Uh, oh, mate, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You will it? see. It's not funny. You will see someone not flinch. <laughs> not that tough. <laughs> that tough, my friend. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Merv Hughes Fishing World. <laughs>